This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We're going to talk with Stephen Jones in just a minute, but we are also live at RJ Duke Sports in McKinney. It has been a hell of a day already, and you need to sign up for their socials because if you follow them on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, you got a whole bunch. You know how social media works, a whole lot of options. Everything we have been opening up today, including that gigantic Jeter autograph card, number to 30 will be given away on friday mike's going to open up a mini helmet in just a second but right now brought to you by ford and your north texas ford dealers ford is the best in texas it is dallas cowboys executive vice president stephen jones good morning sir Uh, good morning guys how you doing well we are doing fantastic and we're doing fantastic for the game but obviously also i have to ask how did all of this ring of honor stuff with jimmy finally come together well i think it's been in the works uh, as uh, for quite some time don't think i know and uh, you know they just uh, felt like this was going to be the right timing they had a you know people were were at different visits they had out in la and uh just uh, felt good about it and you can see they both seem uh, thrilled about the situation and you know i think it's great uh, not only great for jimmy a great honor for jimmy and it's great for our fans uh, certainly, I know a lot of players on that team are thrilled to have him uh, join him, whether you're talking about a Troy or a Emmett or a Michael and and so on, D-Ware, et cetera. Uh, I, I think it's just uh, it was the right time, and uh, it's great that it's going to happen here at the end of the season. I, I've always been kind of curious, what's, what's your relationship with Jimmy Johnson like? Oh, I've always had a great relationship with him. He and I work good together, obviously. Uh, you know, I've been fortunate enough, uh, you know, since I got in the business when I was about 25 years old to really work with some great coaches, obviously Jimmy being one of them, but uh, Coach Switzer and Coach Parcells, uh, you know, I won't name them all, but uh, mm-hmm. Jimmy, of course, was right up there in terms of teaching me a lot about the game, teaching me a lot about, uh, uh, you know, uh, players and uh, you know, leading and uh, all the things that are instrumental in building a uh, championship football team. But we've always uh, had a great relationship. I've always uh, enjoyed him as, uh, you know, as Jerry does as well. But uh, it was uh, a great run we had with him, and it was great working with him. So when you, Jimmy, and Jerry are sitting together yesterday in the suite, are you all talking actively about the game in front of you, or are you mixing it in? with a lot of y'all's stories from the good old days? Both. I mean, we were actually, uh, you know, different uh, situations in the game. We would recollect about being in similar type situations, uh, uh, how he would go about uh, uh, making uh, making calls or making decisions and how he would work with his coaching staff and, and the players. But uh, always great to uh, share information up there and, where we got some of our players and where they came from. And, you know, he's uh, obviously uh, a student of the game and knows all about uh, now the salary cap, although we didn't have one, uh, you know, when Jimmy, uh, when Jimmy was here, we were cutting and shooting for the most part and guys couldn't leave. And then uh, we had a little taste of plan B, but uh, he certainly understands the cap, know how important it is to find, for instance, a player like uh, Bland or uh, to find a player like Bell in college free agency in terms of, Complement your salary cap when you've got obviously great players, but also players that count a lot, uh, a lot toward your cap. Uh, when you got players like uh, Dak Prescott, certainly C.D. Lamb coming our way, but uh, Tyron Smith and Zach Martin uh, had a lot of great visits there about uh, how those guys are and how they compare to some of our past guys. And 
uh, just really great to spend the first half of the game with him. When when it comes to to him as as a coach, what was his best quality? Do you think it was? And you can rank them for me real quick because you were you were there. You saw the man, the way that he worked. Was it was it identifying talent was his best attribute or or or, or leading coaching part? You know, Jimmy uh, obviously had been around uh, the college game uh, quite some time, and I think he contributed a lot in terms of knowing all the college players that were coming out. He had recruited. You know, had a lot of them that played for him, but also recruited a lot of them and played against them. So that part was good. But I'd say his greatest quality was just, uh, you know, he was a psychology major and just the way he led the football team, the way he would, uh, you know, not only the team, but his coaching staff and uh, how he would get their psyche in the right place uh, to go out and win uh, week in and week out and ultimately, um, you know, get it into the uh, end zone and ultimately there. Uh, win two Super Bowls. So, you know, just a great run. Uh, he's a, a special coach. He's obviously not only in our ring of going to be in our ring of honor, but uh, he's a Yellow Jacket Hall of Famer as well. He and Jerry Bose. So, uh, like I said, I've been fortunate between Coach Parcells and Jimmy, uh, two Hall of Fame coaches. Uh, certainly, all the things Barry Switzer accomplished. Uh, uh, really uh, unique to be around guys like that. Uh, Larry Lacewell, who's no longer with us, but very close to all those guys. So, uh, you know, I've been very blessed, very fortunate to be around some really top people uh, that know the game of football. The timing with the opponent y'all were playing yesterday I thought was really fascinating because did you see Bryce Young and the struggle of the Panthers? Does it give you any flashbacks to 89 or put in better focus how tough it is when you kind of have to, like, start all over with your new franchise quarterback or you hope franchise quarterback? Well, they're going to build a great team, and I'm sure they're going to do it. To, uh, you know, do it in quick order. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Coach Reich. Uh, serve on the competition committee with him. Uh, certainly, you do go through growing pains. Uh, you know, with a rookie quarterback, there's it's very rare that a rookie quarterback steps in and you know has instant success. And you know, they've had their share of injuries. I know they're missing one of their top uh, ten picks. Uh, from our Micah Parsons draft, a guy we liked a lot, J.C. Horn. But uh, I'm sure ultimately that thing's going to come together for them and they're going to have success. I know uh, David Tepper is a great owner and uh, Charlotte's a great area. People love football there. And uh, I know the Panthers are going to play good football. They certainly gave us, uh, uh, you know, they made us earn every bit of it in terms of uh, when we had the ball driving the football. We didn't have the normal big chunk plays we had. Obviously, the bland play was a huge play to, uh, really uh, put us in a great situation there to win the football game. And I kind of put that game away. But, uh, you know, we certainly uh, had to earn every, every part of that uh, yesterday. Steven, let's talk about Deron Bland. He might be having arguably the greatest cornerback season in Dallas Cowboys history, and that's saying a lot because there's – Even two years ago. <laughs> yeah. There's Hall of Famers, obviously Deion Sanders and others that are in the Hall of Fame because of how well they played that position. But Deron Bland – is arguably the best cornerback in the NFL this year? Well, he's certainly playing as well as anybody uh, as far as uh, we're concerned. I mean, he's I think tied the NFL record for most pick sixes. You know, a lot of yep. people forget last year he led all rookies uh, in interceptions. And so, you know, it's one of the things that we're stressing, uh, you know, when we do draft corners are their ball skills. We've had a lot of great corners that are very sticky in coverage and play the position well, but uh, – haven't had the ball skills guys like Diggs and Bland have. I mean, guys like a Newman and a Byron Jones are, you know, top, top corners, but they were not necessarily uh, interceptors of the ball. And uh, certainly we've got two now. Uh, you know, Diggs, unfortunately, not being able to play for us right now. But I think uh, Bland showing everybody why we liked him and, uh, you know, just making plays on the ball, which we all – I can see how it uh, ultimately can can win football games for you. That pick six, as I said, I think that was the, you know, what we needed to really put that game away yesterday. And uh, you know, he continues to make plays like that for us. Well, speaking of Trayvon Diggs, we're going to have an autographed icy white Cowboys helmet of his on Wednesday when we do our annual charity show. I know y'all are huge into charity. Do you have any charity event tips for us as we get ready for Wednesday? Good question. <laughs> well, it's a, I know this. Anytime you're doing something philanthropically or 
charitably, it's just, uh, you know, it's great. Usually it's always a, an amazing cause that we're all going to work for. Uh, there's so many great causes out there. So many, uh, you know, so many people that are, uh, need help, uh, whether it's medically, whether it's, uh, financially, whether it's, uh, honoring people who, uh, put themselves in harm's way. I know we're very much behind the Medal of Honor, certainly the Salvation Army, uh, organization we support in a big way that, you know, helps people who are, uh, you know, aren't fortunate and don't have the resources a lot of us have and, uh, don't have homes to go home to. So, you know, it's just, uh, the big thing is it certainly, uh, you know, uh, you know, have a big heart when you go to them, and uh, it certainly makes you feel good. I think uh, we get more out of it than the people who actually uh, receive the benefit of some of the philanthropic and charitable donations that come to these different organizations that help people. And Tony Pollard had the the big twenty yard run for the touchdown, uh, Stephen. And Friday, Jerry was talking to us and saying, "Look, that 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 burst is there. It's there." Were, do you think we were a little impatient with his recovery from uh, from from everything? As he still had to work his way into it, and, and maybe there's more on the horizon in front of him here. Yeah, I mean, you know, and some of it's just uh, the way people are playing us. I think, uh, you know, one of the things Mike, Mike, and Dak and company have done on the offensive side of the ball. Obviously, we've loosened it up the past uh, month or so. You know, throwing the ball around, and I think as we continue to do that, and people. Uh, see uh, what we can do moving the football, throwing it. That you know they're going to want to get out there and figure out how to how to limit a CD uh, Lamb or how to limit a Cooks or a Ferguson. And as that happens, I think it'll only get better. I think people knew coming in we were uh, vocal about it. Uh, we were out front about it that we wanted to run the football. And I think people, uh, you know, their number one thing when they play the Cowboys is they want to stop the run. I think is. They start to see the success that Dak and CD are having and our passing game's having that our running game should just get better. And I think Tony Pollard, uh, yeah, sure, anytime you're coming off a major injury, uh, you know, it can take, you know, you're going to build up as you go and only get better. But, uh, you know, I must say this, uh, I've seen that burst all year, and it's just a matter of, uh, you know, as we all see in that game yesterday, he was so close uh, four or five times where a guy just gets him by the ankle Otherwise, that play is going to be, you know, an explosive play, a 20-plus yard play. So uh, it's going to continue to come his way. We've got the right guys uh, out there that they're going to have to pay attention to. And ultimately, Tony Pollard's going to get his, too. Appreciate the time. As always, good, sir. And obviously, best of luck going into Thanksgiving and another game against Washington. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. There you go, Stephen Jones right here in your home of the Cowboys and the Rangers, 105.3 The Fan, but also the home of all things sports cards and collectibles. We are at RJ Dukes in McKinney. I'm telling you on Wednesday, and we will give you information about every single one of these shops. So many different places have helped us out. So we're going to have so much cool memorabilia, sports cards, and everything for Peaceathon on Wednesday. But right now, Mike, what have you got? And they're going to be giving this away yeah. on Friday. So this is from Fanatics, uh, obviously through R.J. Dukes here. And you can get this as long as you sign up. Uh, you know, I signed Hit up on socials, Twitter yeah. on their social. And uh, I'm going to open up this box real quick and see what mini helmet okay. we have here. You're hoping for Trevor Lawrence, right? Yes, I am. But <laughs> we do have a famous father here. Oh. We have Archie Manning. Whoa. Wow. So a New okay. Orleans Saints uh, Archie Manning. And he just uh, grows quarterbacks, you know? That's the, what, what he does. Man. Well, his wife. Oh, really yeah, yeah. Raises. Stomach. Yeah, raises yeah. quarterbacks. Mike, to try to avoid any like sort of anatomical discussion, do you want to open the base, the jersey one as the well? The jersey one, too. Okay, we'll keep talking okay, that's going to take okay, a little bit of time. No problem. To your point. Is it like Tommy DeVito, New Jersey is what you're saying? Oh, my God. It, if we got Tommy DeVito. Jersey? You're there's gonna no throw way. it in the trash. There's no <laughs> way. There's no way a company's like, man, call up Tommy DeVito. We need his autograph. If, if you come by today at RJ Duke Sports in McKinney off of North Central Expressway and show them that you follow them on at least one of their social media media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, you know how social media works. You'll be entered into the live stream drawing for all of this stuff 
on Friday. And you can watch the drawing live on RJ Duke Sports YouTube channel, Facebook page, and Twitter group. So all of this stuff, if you're like, hey, maybe I could swoop in and get an awesome Christmas present at a low, low price. Yeah, low, low price of free, maybe. But also, there's all kinds of amazing sales and deals here at RJ Dukes today. All right, so and this, all week. This could have Trout, uh, Giannis, Griffey, oh Bird, Acuna. Tommy DeVito. Mantle. Mm, I don't I think so. Mantle died. It says Mantle right there. Mickey Mantle. Right okay, Mickey oh, Mantle. Mike. face, Mike. Man, dunk they, on. they packed this a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> it is not Mickey Mantle unless he played for a burgundy and gold team. So All right. let's see who we have okay. here. This, this is, is oh my gosh. I think Rose Bowl Champs 0304. This is White. Uh, is the that Lendell back, White? Right? Yeah. Is it? The Thunder from Thunder oh, and Lightning. Pack in there yeah, there's too. another pack that. that oh my right God! Oh, this is awesome. So I've just ruined everything. <laughs> hey, so, yeah, so some of your is... cards might be damaged. No, right, no, no, no I'm just be kidding. Okay. Rose okay. Bowl champs softly. Wow, that's a nice. Oh, that's from the Rose Bowl. Too. Well, it just says Rose Bowl champs. Dude, that's not awesome. Jersey from the Rose Bowl. I like it. All right, so now this he is not th- good when you're trying to do stuff. Uh huh. All right, Corey, do you want to open that other pack sure, while Mike that. searches for the other I didn't other, know there were packs, packs in here. I Sorry. Didn't okay. I didn't know that either. That's okay. So these are uh, these are Washington. This is Chronicles. a pack of 1945. Oh, is okay. this a, is this maybe this actually this might that be from the history about? box that Corey really historic wants to get. autograph. 1945, the end of World War II. Okay. Ten cards. I got George Washington hunting. I got Man. George Washington at the Virginia House of Burgess. Uh, okay. You don't, hold on. Do you not remember? I don't the know what the House Virginia of House of Burgess is. Well, no. You need to read up on your. Yeah, history, go do Kevin. history, man. Yeah, bro. Okay. Come on, who, man. Who, who, Spend Bur- all your time. Is with that sports. Burgess Meredith, the Penguin, mm-hmm. and Mick from the American the Revolutionary movie? War? We won that. Did we? Yep. Are you sure? Fact. Uh, we won the rematch too. The signing of the Declaration of Independence. We won that too. Uh, the Battle wow. of Germantown. I don't know if you know or not, but we won that one. And then, Mike, uh, do you have a huge card? Well, I have breaking news. Oh. George Patton died. What? That's that's the card I got. If you didn't know, that's. Do we need to hit the sounder? I don't know. Uh, Well, it's on the card. If you didn't know, it's official. I feel like they knew long enough to put it into a set and everything like that. These cards are dope, man. All right, you're going to buy that box of history cards. The neutrality proclamation, (laughs) the silver dollar across the. I mean, I don't want to go through all of these because I don't know all this stuff. There's a some some conference that a whole bunch of people are at. That's great for them. From from the <laughs> yeah, these are all black and white cards. Here's are colors. Here's what are colors? From on. the yeah, two one four. These are black clippings. and whites. You don't have to say any of my comments on air. You never do anyway. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's how you get will. Kevin to say something. Look, he, he just duped you, Kevin. Don't do it. No. Switzer, a great coach with four question marks. No, no, no. Hell no. Let me tell you this. If you're watching on our Twitch and you were watching during that interview, you got my nonverbal thoughts about Stephen Jones saying and Barry Switzer came in and did the things and Corey, you saw I it. Saw I it. had a very, we both had the same. Yeah, the same we, thought. we both felt the same way. No, we did not sign pull a signed Declaration of Independence card. That would be awesome. I want that card now. Okay. Now that's my. That's all, right. all I Let want. Let me set you up with my buddy Nick. All right. He knows how to like find valuable documents with his team and yeah. everything like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He knows stuff. Yeah. As long as it's signed by it's Herbie, Nicholas Cage, Herbie his Herbie national Hancock. treasure that's is what we're going I'm with right for there. I was just Herbie reading Hancock. back here who voted against us joining the UN. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> There's a lot of history in this. Some guy named Wild Bill. We're the KNC masterpiece, right here on 105.3 The Fan, live at R.J. Awesome. Dukes. Hey. You know what? Maybe a history tour it's with Bassett will come along with this. Bill Langer of North Dakota voted against joining the UN yeah. because of their isolationist beliefs. Yes. What does that mean, Mike? Uh, it means they wanted to be in isolation, mm-hmm. or well, they're really cold, right? What? Ice. Ice. Isolation. Heatilation. No, you can't think. You can't think. Heatilation is a word. I, you he just can said think it. whatever he wants. <sighs> if you say it, no. Coming up next, Dallas Cowboys thank you notes. Who deserves a tip of your cap after another blowout victory? Plus, we'll have a Dallas Cowboys ticket giveaway. Plus, Mike likes it and me just walking off of the show for a segment. (laughs) All of it coming at you next right here on 105.3 The Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. In that red zone, second and 10 at the Panther 19. Left to right in the white jerseys and silver pants. Ferguson in motion to the right. Snap to Prescott out of the gun. He's going to the end zone. It's caught. Touchdown for Scootmaker. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. We're live at RJ Dukes in McKinney off of North Central Expressway. It's 400 North Central Expressway. And you know what, Mike? If you want at some point, we got plenty of time now. We might open a few more things. We still got three high-end boxes. I know we need to talk about the Cowboys, and we're going to. Uh, I want to direct your attention to Peaceathon in two days. RJ Dukes, by the way, a great, great, great contributor to Peaceathon for many, many, many years. If you needed another reason, and if you want another, another reason, $20 off any purchase over $150 and $75 off of any purchase over $500 is we have an excellent, excellent fan who I saw this weekend at Trading Card World with PSA out there, and that event was obviously insane as well. He showed me a piece of memorabilia that he got, and I joked with him, if you can't decide which kid to give it to, you should go ahead and donate it to Peaceathon. He has taken us up on that offer, and it is an autographed baseball from the All-Star Game. All of these signatures were procured by Jonah Heim. Ironically enough, Jonah Heim forgot to sign the baseball himself. What? Why would but he do that? It has pitchers and catchers and plus a few bonuses, so it's from the American League All-Star team. Dusty Baker has signed this. Garrett Cole has signed this. Hey, he just won the Cy Young. Young, Adley Rushman has signed it. Oh, hey, he looks like he's going to be a star. And then probably people you're interested in. It's also signed by Josh Young, Nathan Evaldi, Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager, all from your world champion Texas Rangers. These signatures were all procured at the All-Star Game by Jonah Heim. We now have this ball in our possession for Peaceathon on Wednesday. So if you didn't know this, there's four world champion signatures on there. Uh, you're damn right There's actually right about more, that. but I'm just counting. You're damn right manager, about that. Because the manager did win one. I love it, love it, love it. All right, we're going to get to Cowboys thank you notes. Go ahead and start sending in your Dallas Cowboys thank you notes, 877-881-1053. Also want to hear from you on the Twitch, on the YouTube. But, Mike, you got another thing you want to yeah. open in the season of giving that R.J. Dukes is going to be giving away on Friday. If you come up here today, get into the drawing. This is Panini 2023 Black NFL football cards. These can have some really cool things. It's just one pack. And that's how you know it's big money yeah. right there. You if get one pack, and that's a box. Yes. So, cards have changed a lot. Go buy a, a box of cards co- from the 90s. It'll astonish you to see how heavy they are versus Yeah, and if now. you're around here, please come up and, yes. and check us out. Yes. So you can you can sign up here, obviously, to get these cards for free. They're going to give away a Derek Jeter autographed number to 30 card that Insane. we pulled uh, earlier. Okay, so these Mike cards are the really hand. cool. He uh, does. Aaron Donald is the first card numbered to 35. Okay. That sounds like a card I like. That'll work. Oh, this my is God. a. Tajay Spears autographed rookie card numbered 7 of 25 that here. That jersey patch is amazing. Very cool. Yeah, it's uh, four colors on that uh, patch, and that's wow. uh, green there. The next one is an autographed Puka Nakua. Oh! Whoa. That's Number a big 27 one. of 35. Wow. Right there. And it's a dope card. Like, so this really is obviously cool when he's working too. out at the Man, combine you here. do have the hot, 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 hot hands hand here. I think it's about hot to get hand. Get too. your hot hand. I think it's about to get hotter. Here is a uh, Marvin Mims uh, futuristic uh, card numbered... Looks like 99 of 99. Oh, very I don't know cool. if 99. I know one of 99, that first number. Yeah. Everybody kind of will pay a little bit more. I don't know if the last number, 99 of 99, yeah, is he a He went thing. to Lone Star High School in, in Frisco. Frisco? Yeah. Really? Oh, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So that's a Marvin Mims it's rookie jersey card number to 99. And the last card is well. just a, uh, it's a base card. It's a cool looking card. It might not be the favorite for Cowboy fans. It's an A.J. Brown. 
Eagles oh, card, but we got a Puka yeah. Nakua. So you sign up. To 35, yeah. You sign up through RJ Dukes. I did it through Twitter. Obviously, I can't yes. win any of these things, but you do it through Twitter, through Facebook, any of their social media. You have a chance for free to get a Derek Jeter autograph card worth four figures. I don't know what four figures it is, but it's somewhere in that. And now a Puka Nakua autographed rookie card numbered to 35, which is That's- pretty – that's awesome. awesome. That card was that produced before the season? Yes, because obviously it's nobody would have known that no Puka Nakua would have been yeah. like what he is right no, now. No, that's no. amazing. Yeah, to be able to pull something like that. Tyrese right. Spears is a really cool card too. Mike, from now on, you're in charge of opening the rest okay. of the boxes because you are on a roll, on a roll. All right, Dallas Cowboys. Thank you notes at eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Also want to jump into the Twitch and the YouTube. Do you guys want to start, or do you want me to just start firing some off? Um, I want to thank Micah for showing sure. up and having his type of game, and his second sack was my favorite one of the day. Uh, the it was Two the and one and a half sacks. Yeah, maybe. it was it was the one where he and he he stumbled into the half sack. By yeah. the way, like that just kind of happened. But it was the one where he he was going right of the center. He's lined up in between the guard. Actually, I think he was over guard. And then he just does the stunt back left side, comes around right between the the center and the guard, and he has the he has Bryce Young like just right there, dead dead to rights. That was Bryce my Young. Side. I felt so bad for him. Yeah, that moment. I was like, well, and I did make the note, and I I, I didn't want to like I don't I, we can have a discussion on this if you want to, but I did make a note that if I think if they can put a better team around him, I think Bryce Young makes good decisions. I think okay. I, I had I had a I I was watching. I mean, I know it wasn't a great statistical day, but was it a great statistic, statistical day for the Cowboys either? Like, look at uh, C.D. Lamb's numbers. I know all of them were out by almost, was it the third quarter? Yeah, like. yeah. but you know, well, it, into the fourth because we kept it because we're terrible <laughs> oh, yeah. in the third quarter. But I, I did think that he was going to be okay. But yeah, man, he felt pressure all day long. It, there was not a single time. Uh, when you didn't feel like the Cowboys had some uh, uh, pressure applied. I thought Mozzie had a really good game uh, to, uh, on Sunday as well. Okay, I'm glad that you brought that up, along with the highlight that Alec played to come back. Those happened in back-to-back drives where Mozzie had the pressure, and then Scooney scored the touchdown, and I thought, hey, for maybe the first time all year, you felt really good about your top two picks in cooperation in a game. I realize it has been a rough rough year for production from this rookie class mm-hmm. but i did like the flashes right there absolutely and yeah it was against a bad team but that's to, to see it happen and not like like the last two weeks now you've looked and you've gone okay mozzie's his name is flashed twice now uh there were a couple of plays that i thought he, he got pressure on one play that i was really excited about because that's not necessarily his mo but again this goes to if you're wanting best production out of Micah Parsons, you need a beast right in front of him, somebody that can absorb a couple of different uh, guys so he can attack the middle, not just out from the edge. So if you give Micah Parsons that opportunity to run straight up the middle because Mozzie Smith now has to take on a couple guys, that's a really good thing. So I, w- I want to thank those two guys for working together uh, this weekend and making it look good, and that's something that I think yeah. they can grow in the future. My obvious one is Deron Bland. And God. is he beca- – I mean, I- I'm – being serious here. He's your favorite cowboy. Is he going to make y'all. the Pro Bowl? And is yes. not only is he going to make the Pro Bowl, he's, he's an all he pro. All pro. Are we are we looking at arguably him being better than Trayvon Diggs? At 122, I'm going to make my oh, argument. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm no, we can talk about it okay. now too. I think he should be in the defensive player of the year consideration. Yeah. I think he should be in the, I know how you no, feel. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that because of he has four pick sixes, and there's still seven. Eight, yeah, six yeah. Games? If he gets seven. another, if he gets another yes. one, which that pick six yesterday was amazing. If he gets another one, he owns the record yep. by himself. Yep. And I saw Micah Parsons tweet out uh, that uh, Deron Bland, who on his Twitter it's just Ron, so that's cool. I like because like, I can do that. He's that's relatable. what I do. I'm whatever I want to be. Uh, but he, he said he has a video, and he goes, he's so low key that he still has this tweet up. And it's a pin tweet from like high school where he got a got an interception in the other end zone and took it back for a pick six in high school. So like this is what this dude does. Once he gets the ball in his hands, he knows how to turn it and convert it. I was amazed how he just flipped up and took off. But the other part of it is Gilmore maybe gone uh, after this year, right? Sure. That you went out and got what you thought would be two really good cornerbacks and digs opposite Gilmore. And then the future now is Diggs opposite Deron Bland. Help me out here. I was asking my son this. Sometimes he knows this better than I do at this point. Deron Bland was a fifth-round pick? Yes. From where? All right. 
<laughs> Sorry for that. I, for I thought eight, maybe you guys would remember. I, just, I just saw it last seven, week. Put some respect on Tank. Is Sacramento State. Sure. Transferring to Fresno State. Okay, that makes more sense. Is <laughs> Let's talk about Tank yesterday. He got a sack, and that's great. And that was an awesome play. But the one that stood out was on the Micah sack where he seemingly swallowed up two offensive linemen. Mm -hmm. And so Micah, after he did the end around, could be like, hello, and just bam, run right into into Bryce Young. I thought that was an excellent play. And, and I realized, like, he also had his own impact with the sack and everything like that. But that play in particular, I thought was just incredible. There were a number of uh, times that where the run plays ran right into him, too. Yep. And that's Which where you needed yesterday. And, and again, Demarcus Lawrence, that's the <laughs> thing that he'll, you'll never be like, hey, that's not flashy. It's just you don't get credit for that, bro. Uh, but I think around here for history, they we have credited him for it. But the thing that I think always stood out to us, Kevin, was, yeah, he could be a pass rusher out there, but the rest of the defensive line was miserable. You know, there were just a bunch of other people that you're hoping can give some production. Now the rest of this defensive line has the ability to provide that production, whether it's Micah, whether it's Dorrance Armstrong, who had a lot of pressures yesterday. He had a, pr a pretty good game yesterday. But this is a, a defense where he can just be the run stopper, like extraordinaire also, uh, or play well in the run game and seal that edge off, but also provide one of those sacks here and there late in the game whenever that offensive line worn down how good do you guys think this defense is are they take are they just taking advantage of bad teams <clears throat> like but the thing okay i have a big concern with this defense still. okay and so i don't know if this will feed into your concern but we have to make a decision and i don't know if we can totally have it both ways is people were like oh this defense sucks because the run defense didn't look good yesterday and then also discount all of the positive things well look if we're going to talk about their run defense being soft yesterday, I think that is totally fair. But then I also do think you have to give them some credit. Is I think this is a good defense, but I don't think, like, earlier in the year, I thought it was unquestionably the best defense in the league. I don't feel that way anymore, but I do think this is a very good defense. I, I, the two injuries that happened, Mike, uh, like just think now if Bland was playing in the slot and Diggs was on the outside. Yeah. Or, or even like maybe Bland like made that case and now he's playing on the outside and Gilmore is your cover guy inside. Either way, Jordan Lewis is a slight fall off in production, in my opinion, from Deron Bland if he was to play there. I don't. I, my big concern right now, and I'm probably going to talk a little bit about this uh, more at, at one, is I like Bell. I also know that he's undersized and can get pushed out of plays. And that's something that's kind of concerning me when it comes to the big teams that can actually run the ball heavy against you is Marquise Bell, as fast as he is, he's great in pursuit. He's great in chase. But if somebody pushes past Jonathan Hankins, now you have an offensive line taking out an undersized uh, linebacker. You don't have the size at linebacker that I think you need in the playoffs if a team decides they want to run the ball against you. That's my concern right now. I saw this text from the 940. Thank you to the idiotic brains of the Carolina Panthers players. Some of the worst penalties I've ever seen. <laughs> that one on Turpin boggles the mind. He was just standing there, and he's like, I'm going to push you over this guy. But the, as we've dubbed it. And that was it, the third one of the yes, drive, Yes, it right? was. It was. The penalty gami where he got caught for horse. I think penalty gami is a thing. <laughs> he got a horse collar and another personal foul and a face mask all in the same penalty. I was like, that is amazing. I'm Not in a good you. way. But didn't you just make up a word and you got on to me 30 minutes ago? Fair enough. True. He you said, know what? He said it. You're right. Fair point. Heatering. Is that what you said? What was it? I already forget. But it's a great word. I, I agree. Time. Fair point. You um, make a fair point, Mike. It to, to Webster. So, to me, that's when, that. that's when coaching staffs deserve to get fired. Because, obviously, the players don't care about winning. Okay. They're caring about getting theirs. I, I think this – I do think it's bad coaching when you have guys celebrating touchdowns when you're down by 20 I points. Like you're down by 27, fourth yeah. quarter, a guy catches yeah. a touchdown. He's like, yeah. look at me. Uh, then you have a lot of penalties where you're like, I just want to, I just want to get them. I don't like them. I, I don't like. Maybe I don't like Trayvon Diggs. Maybe he was talking crap earlier in the game after a punt return. Not that he had like a great punt return, but maybe they were just jawing, right? And he's like, you know what? If I get my chance, I'm going to, I'm going to get him. 
I don't care if it hurts my team. I don't care if we lose. I just want to get mine. I either want to get my celebration or I want to get back at people who've said something about me or about one of my teammates or whatever. To me, that's when – I'm not saying you should fire Frank Wright and all of their coaches, but I do think that's when you strongly have to consider firing a lot of your coaching staff when your players aren't caring about winning the game. And to me, the Carolina Panthers did not care at all about truly as a team winning that game. This might be for tomorrow or at another point because I want to know how you guys balance aggressiveness versus being smart because Sam Williams had that penalty that kept Carolina in the game. Like at no point did I think Carolina was going to win. But that penalty on – you were about to get the ball back, led to a touchdown, led to 17 to 10. I, I'm not saying no, I'm, with you. I'm not saying it was a dumb penalty in terms of he didn't care about the game. Right. He definitely did. But how do you balance aggressiveness versus you can't do that? I'm with you because if you tell him do not do that and then he lets up on a play You're and he's not, like, yeah. I was afraid I was gonna yeah. get a penalty, that there is a line there. And I, I'm with you on that line. And Sam Williams, I would just tell him, Sam, the reason that you don't get as many snaps as you should get, to be honest, is at times you're a stupid football player. Can you and say I think, it nicer? No. Okay. You have to tell so him. He's, I think, he's I think, like I, coach. I think, coach. I think yeah. if he's I'm a coach, coach, I have yeah. to say, Sam, I think you're super talented. I think you should be out there as many snaps as you could possibly take. Obviously, we have to take you out because of fatigue reasons, so we want to keep you healthy throughout a season. You should be out there 60 to 75% of the snaps, but you do so many stupid things at times on a field. We can't play you more than maximum 50% of the time. So I do think you do have to use at times harsh language and call the person, maybe not the person, you are stupid, but you're doing stupid things things that are keeping us from trusting you, from keeping you on the field. Randy Gregory is a we think somewhat of a smart guy. I don't know the guy. Obviously, Bobby Belt loves him to death. They know each other tremendously well. But, I mean, he did so many stupid things on a football field. You're like, we can't play him that much because he's too – he seems like to us as a fan too stupid to realize his mistakes. And I think Sam Williams is to the point in his career now where you're like, Sam, we all root for him. We had a great interview with him in Oxnard. Oh, I yeah, want him awesome. to be great. But he does do stupid things on the field to, to make you wonder – can he can he be smart enough to help you out in big games? I, I do remember, was it when we were talking with him, he said he didn't play football until his senior year of high school. Which is still amazing. And so right. maybe maybe they're, like, again, Mike, living the game, you know more. And right. maybe he needs to, like, maybe yeah. it's a, I don't know where the grow up happens. And get, maybe it's more reps. Maybe yeah. that those reps are important to him so he can live it and learn it and know. Right. But, the, but the amount, like the... The, the ratio of bad things that he does compared to good things isn't good enough. You know, it's not, lar- it's not a large enough deficit for us to say we have to get him out there. He's still young in it, and, but he's like he's a man-child, dude. Right. He really is. A few years ago, Randy Gregory was a major contributor, contributor to the Cowboys losing a playoff game against San Francisco, yeah. right? Because he's like, yeah. hey, let me ride this, this pony here. It's called a guard, which you can't do. You can't jump on the guard while he's pulling and see if he can take you on a piggyback what ride a cool right play, now, though, right? Know. But Randy Gregory was just kind of, in a way, football. He was too football dumb to realize how big those mistakes are. I'm not saying he's a dumb person. I'm saying that I those were dumb I, football I mistakes. I do wonder, Mike, if, if Coach is the guy that can, that can get in his ear or if a right. teammate is can, like, yeah. Is there a guy that he respects on the team that can step up to him and say, "Hey, man, we you're you got all this talent," yeah. or if it has to be coach? I yeah. don't know because you can overcome against Carolina. Sure. You're not going to be able to overcome against Philadelphia. Sure. To that point, like you made the point of Sam Williams, we're not going to be able to overcome that against Agreed. Philadelphia. You saw it happen. Yeah, yeah the gonna, margins are are too small. Right. So so look, we're going to have penalties. I get you're not going to play a perfect game against Philadelphia or against San Francisco or Detroit teams like that, but you do have to look at. Um, Overall, if we commit a penalty because we held, if we commit a penalty because they had a hard count and we jumped off sides, I know there's a mental part of it. We can't do it seven times in one game. But if we do it once because you're trying to get that great jump, understand let's not do it, but I understand it can happen. But to me, Sam Williams has committed in his career, small career, some what I would call Randy Gregory-like okay. penalties. Mike's word was heatilation because isolation heat-a-lation. and heatilation. Ah. So that's what he was going yeah. for. From the 817, I want to thank Zach Martin for like absolutely a being a dog the past decade. There are a few things better in football than just having people that you put at a position and you're like, don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. 
And you're just like, don't worry Zach about it. Zach Martin, yeah, I feel this way about Tyler Smith for the next uh, decade. That I, I'm just going to be like, oh, I'm good there for, for however long he's there. And, and then people are asking about the auction link and everything like that. That should be up and live probably tomorrow morning. It Probably tomorrow morning is what I'll say. So we'll let ha- everyone have That's why you're getting a board. Equal what? Well, you're getting a board, so you don't have to, you oh, know. Oh, yes, that is so true. So less yes. people. Yes. To... More, we have more people to make yeah. decisions is what we yeah. want. From the 214, shout out to Corey Democracy. for hosting at Old 75 yesterday, my first 105.3 The Fan event Dude. since last fan anniversary, and it was a great time. And I, I, I remember talking with him specifically. He, he and his buddy showed up. I don't know, maybe it was his brother? Uh, but they hung out at the bar, and it was great to have him come up. He wanted to talk Mavs, too. Yeah. He was wearing a Cowboys uh, camo jersey. And he wanted to talk some Mavs. But, man, I'll tell you this. It rained yesterday pretty significantly around DFW. And out at Old 75, it's an all-outdoor place. There are some covered areas. Okay, good. People stayed, man. There was one dude just sitting there eating his sandwich in the rain, and he was love. He was locked in. I'm pretty convinced that he decided, if I move from this spot, the Cowboys will lose. So I'm just going to eat this sandwich while I'm doing it. But so many Tolos, and even new Tolos now, uh, showed up out there, and even in the rain, and I really appreciated that. And I saw the Cowboys trailer, the, uh, the, the Hall of Fame trailer with the Super Bowl trophies. This is I did not know. Those are the actual Super Bowl trophies. Are you sure? They're not at the yes. They're, they're not really? at the start. They're in that trailer. And uh, and I got a wow. I do have a off air story about those. So I'll tell you a little bit. Well, about that's off-air. interesting you say that because if we're transitioning a Mike little bit it. into Mike likes it here, I watched a little bit of the interview before the Mavs game. The Mark Cuban, Mark Followell interview was on because he says the real trophy. I missed it. The real trophy is at his house in his office. So when he's zooming and stuff like that, that's the real one. There are. Other ones that they have, that the Mavericks have. And I'm wondering, how many other ones do you get? How many fake ones do you get? Did you think there was any chance he was going to say the real trophy was the friends we made along the way? Heck yeah. No, not at all. Is that from a movie? Have you never heard of that phrase? Is that E.T.? I don't know. (laughs) The real victory. And the real E.T. was the (laughs) The friends friends we made along the way. No, he was going home uh, at that point. Yeah. You've never heard that no. that saying? Reggie, no. says, You're Reggie says me. it all the time. Reggie is on our show, and he said that all the time. The real trophy is the friends we met no, no, along no. the way? It's the real anything, because people will be like, but the real adventure mm-hmm. or the real victory the real was, the, was the friends we made along the way. Yeah. I cannot believe you've no, never I've heard it. No, I've heard it before, just not with the word trophy. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> and like a lot of people will say that, and they'll really feel it in their hearts. Kevin yeah. says it sarcastically. Yeah, he's sarcastic. Oh, I say gross every time. <laughs> My wife believes so that. So, anyways, that's why I was asking about the real Super Bowl trophies, because Cuban's like, no, the real one is in my office, in my house. That's so cool. When I Zoom. But he's like, there are other ones. Now, he didn't name how many other ones there are. Like, I don't know yeah, how I don't many. I Because they, they, they display one, I guess, at the practice facility or the sure. American Airlines Center. But that's not just the like, real one. Just like they do at the Star with the Lombardi. Yeah, the, the the ones that are in the trailer are the real ones, and I, I'm, I'm presuming there are some other ones floating around. But that's the real ones. I wonder I will how say much this, the fake one costs. The, the real ones? Do you know? Real one? is? I'm gonna guess forty thousand dollars. Four hundred thousand dollars. Fifty thousand okay. dollars. Oh man! Uh, which we, so we, one of those. Yeah, we went thumb. way up. <laughs> uh, but but you just stuck your finger. Well, up. I was like, well, maybe. Well, you, I, I was pretty surprised Mark you got that, that close. Fifty thousand, and you know where they're from? They're from Tiffany's. I was Shut surprised. Up. Yeah, I was surprised to hear that they that, yeah they had breakfast there and everything. That song is so stupid. That, no, but even still, but seriously, I know that was a joke. That they are from the the, the Lombardi trophies made by Tiffany's, and it was fifty thousand dollars. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, so Mike likes it. Tell me about it. Um, I bought something. I'm going to give. Um, you know, it's kind of Black Friday week, right? Yeah. Right now, we're by the way, RJ these, Dukes and McKenna. Black Friday's a day. These sales are happening all week. I know you should yeah. get up here today to get in for the giveaway, but these sales are happening all week. So at RJ Dukes here in McKenna, off of uh, 75, we're having a blast here. Is I have bought something so far for family members, and I remember last year at our small group gift exchange, I've always come up on the short end of the stick you guys know when you have kind of gift exchanges and people open things and there's trading and you can call it different names or whatever white elephant yeah Yeah. 
um, is I end up with bad gifts for the most part. And I'm just like, who cares? I don't really. <laughs> but care. do you at least see other gifts there? That oh you're yeah, like, I'm like, okay. How do I? Always, <laughs> I just in my head, as I always <laughs> smile and say, these are great gifts because somebody brought it, right? And you have to yeah. act like it's really good. You're like, how do you always bring the crappiest gift, and I always get it? <laughs> hey, farthead, thanks <laughs> yeah. a lot for this. But last year we got a gift, and I think Sue might have won this one, but it was a blanket. And it was so awesome. So I just want to throw this out. As a Black Friday, I'm giving you a little bit. Obviously, I get paid no money for this. But they're called Minky Couture uh, Blankets. And they're usually, let's say, they're three feet by five feet. They they make them in different sizes. But they're usually like $130 for that size blanket. A lot of money. They have a lot of discounts right now. So I'm telling you, I love this blanket. It is the most comfortable blanket. I I sleep with this blanket almost every night. They have a lot of good discounts. So I'm just giving you something. If you're thinking about something for uh, a girlfriend, a wife, or anybody. uh, Maybe a husband or a boyfriend, honestly. Yeah, because I love love these blankets, too. They look nice. So they're really good blankets that uh, I've enjoyed for a year now. And then I was waiting to see if they went on sale, and they're on sale. this week. The next thing I want to talk about is the NFL in general, okay? Uh, I've heard some talk, and I, I heard some talk about Dak Prescott now being in the MVP conversation because of the last four weeks. Okay. I mean, and like, I know we were just doing thank you notes, is okay. in his last four games, 13 touchdowns, two interceptions. Yes. I don't care who you're playing, that's pretty damn good. So, I'm not the biggest Dak Prescott fan. It doesn't okay. mean I don't like him. It just means that I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's in the conversation for season MVP. Now, maybe I'm wrong because people are wanting to bring it up. But to be honest, I'm not seeing a lot of major national things going, Dak deserves the MVP this year. Well, I'm that's against it, their narrative. Yeah, I'm hearing it a little bit more locally. And I wanted to ask you guys this question. And maybe you want to pull up quarterback stats right now because I'm going to ask about quarterbacks. I'm not going to get into is Christian McCaffrey or A.J. Brown or, or somebody else or, or Miles Garrett a possible, like, the MVP. But let me ask you right now, if you had to vote Jalen Hurts versus Dak Prescott for MVP of Jaylen 2023. I'll take Jalen Hurts. Yeah, probably, probably Jalen Hurts. Uh, I'm going to have to look at his By the way, that's what the betters the numbers, well. the numbers right. are better right. for Dak. The numbers are better for the rushing numbers, though. I got you. Because uh, that, does, that does go into it, but the passing numbers are better for Dak. But I, the record is better for Jalen. I don't want to crush Dak. Dak is having a good season. Dak is having a bounce-back season from last year. Dak is a good quarterback. But when I start hearing people say this, and it was people that I'm like, gosh, guys, you, you don't seem to be um, actually following the NFL if you're saying Dak's the best quarterback in the NFL this year. So let me ask you, you guys, you said – Jalen Hurts, I know, Kevin, you were, like, strong on yeah. that. You're just kind of like a soft Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. right? Jalen, obviously, tonight's I, I, a huge game the, for the Jalen Hurts. The edge is there for Jalen right. Hurts. So let's ask the other quarterback in this game tonight, a huge Monday night football game. I'm definitely making time for this Monday night football game. If you had to vote right now today, do you vote Patrick Mahomes or do you vote Dak Prescott for MVP of 2023? Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes' numbers are right there along with him, and, again, like, you, you probably see him as a front-runner. Uh, his team is a front-runner for AFC's uh, champion. Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott, 2023 MVP? Lamar Jackson. Hmm. Man, Lamar, their, their offense, they, there's only he two. He is that team. There are only two, te- two teams that have better, better uh, more points than the Cowboys, and the Ravens are one of them. I just – and Dak's had a, a really yeah. good year. I, Lamar Jackson is that team. So – those are the three that I think are de- – I'm with you three. I'm with you two guys on those three quarterbacks. This is where it gets a little bit iffy for me, but I'm going to ask you guys this question. If you had to vote today for MVP and there's only two candidates, Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott, who are you voting MVP? I'm voting for Dak Prescott. Okay. Slight edge to Brock Purdy. 9.7 yards per completion. Uh, Dak is at 7.7, and all the rest of the numbers for Brock Purdy are better than Dak's. 
give me your deck uh, argument there. Yeah, I, I, I do think this is very close. I, I just think you also look at that team and see how much they are. Both teams are carried a lot by their defenses yeah. as well. But I think Dak has been honestly more consistent where there was a string there with Brock Purdy that you're like, what the hell are you even doing? Yeah. And so I think the consistency level from Dak helps overcome any statistical shortcomings he has in that matchup. I'm like 51-49 on one's Brock really Purdy, tough. but the only reason I go Brock Purdy is 42 to 10. Does yeah, that so they, I get they it. played each other? I get it. And it was 42 to 10 in that game. Yeah. So even though I think that to your point I think that Dak has better numbers. They both have the same record as a team. San Francisco might have a little bit more talent overall on their team than the Dallas Cowboys. Purdy has 40, better numbers. Oh, okay. Purdy, Purdy has more but, passing yards. He has okay. one less touchdown, but right. also one less well, interception. And he's at 115 rating and Dak's at 104. Okay. And he had a, the perfect rating. You, uh, you pointed he that out earlier that, yeah. uh, in this last game. But I, I, it's, it's not one of those that it's a runaway. I'll go last one. So we've named four quarterbacks besides Dak Prescott. The fifth one is Jared Goff. Dak Prescott. Okay. Ooh, I'll, I'll, I'll take Dak over him. Okay. I'll take Dak so, over Jared so Goff So they're 8-2 right, and two right now. Why? Real quick, I know we're out of time. Why is Detroit – why does Jared Goff get not much credit for what Detroit – No, no, did? no. And, and it's not not much credit. That's I think they're really cl- to, uh, okay. closely bunched. I, okay. I just I, – I think Jared Goff is on the MVP tier below. I actually would struggle more with C.J. Stroud or Tua – Versus Jared Goff. I just have Jared Goff a little. I have him below Dak. Two is my front runner right now, uh, still. uh, For MVP? Yeah. And I didn't even bring him up yet. So, anyways, I just thought it was interesting. I was kind of like, gosh, I felt like the people talking about this were like, we're not going to look at anybody else in the NFL. We're just going to say Dak is playing great, and he is recently. But I'm like, don't you have to look at the rest of the NFL? You can't just say he's the MVP because I'm comparing him to Cooper Rush. Depending on the book you look at, the top four, the top four are all very clear. It's Mahomes, Hurts, Jackson, Tua. And then it depends on what book you go to. Purdy, Stroud, and Dak are kind of in five, six, seven range. No, I think the most important thing, though, Kevin, is the MVP of the NFL, unlike baseball, is a true MVP because baseball is like, we got two MVPs. That's a good point. For each that is, and football is like, just one, dude. That just is one. a very good point. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 